Hola ya, bienvenido, it's me Luna Moon, checking in to talk today about something that's on my mind, and that is the life of an artist. Ooh y'all, sweet baby Jones, most people don't got time for that. It's something I didn't used to have time for, as a matter of fact. I did a lot of things in my life to get over being an artist, and guess what? You can't get over it. It doesn't stop. It doesn't quit. It won't leave you alone. If you're meant to do art, do art, okay? And let me tell you something. Nobody is going to know that you're meant to do art. Maybe not even you, except you will know that you're meant to to do art because it's something that's inside of you and it's something that you're that person that's doodling in the freaking meeting. You're that person that's always finding something cool to take a picture of. You're that person who has that magnanimous personality that draws everybody in. And maybe somebody said to you, well, you can't do that. Like, I, that's what people said to me. And you know what? I'm going to talk about family to do. Family to do. <laughs> family to do. Yes, this is a to-do list for families, okay? Here's a to-do list for families. If you have a niece or a nephew or a family member that's into art and that's an artist and you want to be able to support them because we need support guys that's right artists need support we need support like nobody else you want to know why because society is set up to fuck Ooh, i almost said the f word let me not do it (laughs) society is set up to drain the life and inspiration out of people in general imagine what that does to somebody who already doesn't fit like a lot of people just fit And that's good. That's great. I'm glad that something works for you that's happening in your life, that you fit. You fit in at your job. You fit in at whatever place you like to go and have your drinks. You fit in, you fit in, you fit in. That's great. But guess what? There are lots of people that stand out, stand out, stand out. And what do they do to us? If you stand out, there's a couple of different schools of thought of that. Let's talk about the Japanese school of thought on that. The nail that sticks up is the nail that gets hammered down. Ooh, ouch. Unless that nail is a piece of artwork and it's connecting a bunch of dots like that really cool art that you guys have been seeing all around lately. They want to charge you like $70 for it at Target. Don't do it. I'll make you one for lay free on me. They're really cool. They have the strings and they're like usually the nails are designed in some type of pattern and the strings are connecting them all together. And it's like, wow, it's really easy. Super easy. Like, dude, you could do it in your sleep. That's why don't worry about it. Here I am, this Native American doing all of this native stuff and giving it all away. Why? Because I'm tired of money corrupting my society. Ooh, and that's going to be a part of the topics too. So today, what I'm going to be talking about, I'm going to be talking about being an artist, what that feels like for me. I'm wondering if anyone else can connect to that feeling or has had to go through this path or try to get to this place where you're just like, I don't care about anything. I don't want to do what anyone says I have to do. I just want to live my life. And guess what? People are pissed. I mean, and when I say pissed, I mean pissed. Not little pissed, big pissed. I mean big mad too. Like, get them a cape. They are super mad around me. Like, super mad. Because the idea of someone saying, I give up. I'm not doing this. No more for me. That sounds crazy, doesn't it? But guess what? It's the smartest thing some of us could do for ourselves. Not everybody. Not everybody could be in a position where they're willing to just say whatever and just pour themselves into something and see where that goes. But guess what? You do it every single day. Oh, snaps. Yep, I said it. Every single day, except the difference is we don't have one thing that we pour ourselves into. We are distracted in our society. So there's multiple things that our society pulls us into and pulls us away from, which is ourselves. Oops, that happens. And some people realize that that can happen. And those are the healthy people, guys, because those are the people that are like, well, I have priorities and I have obligations and I have responsibilities. And that's that. Then there's people who their priorities, responsibilities, and obligations consume all their time and suck up all their energy. And if they wanted to come home and do something relaxing, like play their guitar, play on their piano, have a couple of of minutes to write something, they don't get that time because their entire life is structured around, listen to this, 
Can you laugh or not? Supporting your life. Wait, hold up. What? <laughs> my life is structured around supporting my life. That's silly. No, it's not. Our lives are structured around supporting society, supporting the system, ensuring that the system does not fail, making sure that everyone shows up to the place that they're supposed to be at at the time that they're supposed to be there so that the business and the corporation can go forward on time as scheduled. See, and that that's where life can become problematic. Not because there's anything wrong with being able to go to a deli and get a deli sandwich. Not that there's anything wrong with knowing that there are people who keep your medical records and are able to access your medical records and that's why they work in a medical records facility. That's great. We need people to do those types of things. But at the same time, guess what? I need people to be people. Oops. Yeah, I said it. I need people to be people. I'm not going to do the heartbeat thing to you guys again because I know that that has to be getting on some people's nerves. The heartbeat, the heartbeat. She's always talking about this heartbeat. Yes, I am. Because when do we focus on it? Like, when do we say, what's going to make my heart happy? What's going to make my heart healthy? And like sharing something in my own personal life right now, that's exactly what I'm going through. When I I'm in a relationship with an amazing and talented individual, a person who like, honestly, if you ask me, this person is more talented than I could ever hope to be. Like, this is the person that when they were like, you are an artist, I was like, wait, what? I always just tell people, I'm not an artist. I'm not an artist. You know, I'm just having fun. No, that is art though. That is what an artist is. An artist is a person who does this thing because it inspires them. And it's not easy. You've got an entire society that wants to influence you to be appropriate. Art isn't appropriate. That's why, guess what? Everyone who came to my last art show, they were like, oh my gosh, I had to sit through a drag show. I had to sit through this weird poetry reading. Oh, there was a nice story there. And it was like, what's going on? Art is what's going on. That's what's going on. Things that are different, things that are cool, things that inspire, things that connect, things that shock, things that awe, that's art. It's people that are living this experience called life. And guess what they decided to do? They decided to share it, guys. That's why I love artists. That's why I love art. Because every single time I put my hands on something, every single time I put my mind on something, every single time I open up my mouth and decide I want to sing, I am processing an experience that I felt one day. I'm processing a memory that I saw somewhere. And here it was so beautiful to me or so traumatic or so impactful. It was a moment in time that I had to record what happened. Like, guys, that's deep. That's why when World War II was going on, Hitler and the Russians and the Americans and the French and the British were all fighting over the freaking artwork. Seriously. If you, and Monuments Men, this is this is what made that popular for people, for them to go and see this movie with all their favorite actors in this movie. But this is something that you got to know happened, guys, even if you don't go and see the movie. You have to know that this happened. Art is so important. It tells history. It's the only reason we know we were in a cave in some cases. It's the only reason we know what our story is. Native Americans who have been able to write it down places, scratch it and etch it on walls. The fact that we were here, the fact that we mattered, the fact that we lived, the fact that we breathed, what was happening, what was going on. We see history through the eyes of artists. But yet every single day, what does this society do? It tells you you can't do that. You can't be an artist. You can't be a photographer. You can't be a musician. You can't be a sculptor. You can't be a painter. You're going to go to college for art? Oh, what are you going to do with an art degree? That's not a real job. Oops. But guess what, guys? It isn't. An artist is not a job. It's a life. It's a life that's meant to live. I am not designed to sit behind a computer all day, people. I'm sorry. I could do it. I have done it. But guess what? It kills my mind. It destroys my spirit. It breaks my soul. And you see something? When you say that to people, what is their response? If they can even, either you sound like you're a psychopath or it resonates with them. And they're like, wow, I get what you mean. Like, I feel that way too. But then what do we say to ourselves? Well, I have to do this. 
I have to go to work because I have kids to feed. As if people never fed their kids without a job before. See, listen, we've been doing this thing called human being since 200,000 years ago, over 200,000 years ago, according to that Google, that 20-year-old that we like to ask questions. Over 200,000 years, people been living on this earth. How long has the American government been set up? How long have we been doing capitalism? How long have we been taking over countries? Forever. And that's how long we've been ruining somebody else's life by telling them how they should live it, you guys. Seriously. Let's go back to the Roman Empire because that's what America is. It's a bunch of freaking Romans running around, ruining everything for everybody. And nobody wants to stand up to them. And if somebody tries, oh no, they're a savage. They're a barbarian. Oops, that sounds like Carthage, guys. Wait, hold on. Am I doing history? I am. Because that, that's the thing. Why do I like history? Oh, it's part of being an artist, obviously. Something about artists have those deep souls. There's something in running through my blood that has a deep soul and a spiritual connection that needs to express itself. That's why I'm on my podcast. That's why I'm on Facebook starting to share my opinions again, but in a safe way. That's why I'm on Snapchat, taking pictures of stuff all the time. That's why I'm scribbling in an art journal, scribbling in an idea book, writing on canvas. All of a sudden here, it's turning into something else, like my walls and a mural. This is happening, people, because it has to happen. Not because I wanted it to. I tried to file an artist away. I tried to let the artist express itself in little teeny tiny bits in a safe and healthy way so I could still work a job. And Guess what? Some people aren't meant to do that. And that's how I feel. So half of this is like a public service announcement. And it's to my family. And anyone that knows me, stop trying to get me to work a job unless it's something that I can do that's going to help benefit people. Because I'm sitting here telling people what I'm excited about. And then I got a bunch of people trying to make me feel like what matters to me isn't important. What I'm excited about isn't worth doing. Like I have to apologize for deciding that "Mm, I give up on society. Guess what, guys? Yeah, I said it. I give up. I don't give up on people, but I give up on society. I give up on the way that they want to organize and structure every single minute from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep. My favorite show comes on at seven o'clock. Wait, hold up, buddy. Why? Why do I have to come sit down at this TV and watch this show at this time if I want to see it? That's BS. Why do I have to pay you extra money for a DVR if I want to watch it at a time that works for me? Isn't this supposed to be my relaxation? No, it's supposed to be your programming. You're supposed to be programmed to go run around like a chicken with your head cut off, picking up a bunch of garbage that nobody should really be eating because nobody has time to cook anything because everybody is tired because everybody sat in front of a computer all day and it's terrible for your brain. And then, of course, all of the people that want to off themselves are the people that are working in offices. Guess what, guys? That's the number one leading risk for your death. If you're working in an office right now, number one cause of death for people working in your job is suicide. Oh, my gosh. Why would you want to die I couldn't imagine looking at numbers and pressing buttons and filing paperwork all day sounds like a life or does it sounds like something that some of us feel like we have to do and I've been there so I can't sit and down anybody if that's where they're at in life right now but I can just say for myself and I feel like I should have the right to do this people I should be able to say that's not for me it's for somebody Some people don't want to have to think about stuff. Some people enjoy going somewhere where what they do is simple every day. But guess what? I like to be challenged. I like to be engaged. I like to experience something new. I like to wake up and have no idea where I'm going to go, who I'm going to meet, or what's going to happen. That sounds terrifying to some people. And I understand if you're terrified. I'm not, though. That's what I want for myself. That's what I want for myself. I want to be able to explore the world and be a student of the world the way artists really are, guys. Go and look at some of these amazing artists. Go and check out their stories. I mentioned Michelangelo the other day. Or if you think about Giovanni or some of these other people that are known as people who Leonardo and and Da Vinci and whatever. All these people who did all of these amazing things. If you look, guess what they had? They had people who believed in them who were like, yeah, this person is not a priest because that's what you had to do if you were smart back in the day is become a priest. This person's not a priest. 
okay, this person wasn't born, born into a royal family, so whatever. Or how about this? They were born into a royal family and their family felt like being an artist was beneath them and they shouldn't be able to do it. So you have people like who, I'm not even gonna tell you guys, I'm gonna give you guys an assignment. Go and Google and find out which amazing artist did some of the world's most captivating freaking structures and frigging not just structures but sculptures who did some of the most amazing sculptures and pictures and structures but because he was born into a royal family where you weren't allowed to be an artist because that was an entertainment thing or that was seen as something that other people do it was like you know it's that it's still it was always and it always has been it's been a renegade you're a renegade person if you're in the arts because you're different and you're doing things that they say you're not supposed to do and you're taking chances and you're taking risks and sometimes you might die for what you believe in. That's part of being an artist and we're willing to do it because we said, guess what? If I have to die to live my truth, then I guess that's just what it is, folks. And that's where I'm at in life right now and my family don't get it. So this is why I'm telling this story about this artist. So again, I'm not going to tell you the name of this artist. If you're interested enough, I'm going to ask you to go and look it up because I'm giving you real live facts and you can find it. So this particular artist was part of a prestigious family they might not have been royals but they were a prestigious family and this pre prestigious family they wanted him to do something else that prestigious people do and so because he was so interested in being an artist his dad would find him doing things and beat him and break his stuff so he learned how to sculpt sculptures in his mind he learned how to paint canvases in his mind so they would say when he would come somewhere and be hired to do a painting or a canvas, he'd spend days or hours or weeks just staring at a concrete slab or just staring at a wall. And people not sure why he or what. And this is another thing. Y'all, do not come in an artist's space when an artist is working and start asking questions. Oh my gosh, it is the most annoying, obnoxious thing that you could do with yourself. We don't need that. No. If you want to know what's happening, just be quiet and watch which is what they had to do with this guy. So finally, they're quietly watching and figuring out, okay, what is this guy about? And what is he doing? And then what would happen? He would literally sculpt the most amazing sculptors, sculpt, excuse me, sculpting just like that, out of nowhere. He's only been standing there while every other artist had to chisel away and chisel away and chisel away. No, he would literally go from a, being a block of whatever it was to all of a sudden, bam, there it is. This amazing, beautiful, sculpted masterpiece. And that's all because of the fact that he was an artist that had to figure out how he could do his art in an environment that was trying to stop him from it. That led to him having a unique and, and amazing skill that nobody else had. So I'm gonna talk about me right now. And I'm gonna talk about my desire for art in my life and what's happening right now. What's happening is I'm rejecting the things that weren't made for me. Titles, labels, not made for me. Don't want it, y'all can have it back. Money, mm. people keep trying to give me money, you guys. I don't need it. That's the thing, y'all need money. I don't need money. What do you mean you don't need I don't need money. You want me to do something for you, offer me over to dinner. I will come and fix your door for dinner. I will come and help your kid with homework for dinner. I will come help clean your house for some dinner. Cause guess what, food is something I need. If I'm hungry and you give me a piece of paper, money is a piece of paper, actually it's a piece of cotton. That's just slavery guys, cotton is slavery. You don't remember what happened with cotton? Cotton is slavery. I don't need no more slavery in my life. I got plenty of that. Don't give me no money, I, that's okay. Pay me in the things that I care about. Give me a bottle of wine. Hook me up with some salad for those of y'all that know. Like, I don't need your stupid cotton. As a matter of fact, it's too limited for me. I'll, I'll give you an example. If you give me $30, what am I gonna do with that? I'm gonna go eat. But guess what? I don't eat at $30 restaurants, people. Not because there aren't any good $30 restaurants, but because here's my problem. This is why I'm broke. I love food. All I wanna do is spend my money on good food. My favorite sushi roll is $30. So guess what? I'm gonna be having a $30 pocket that can't eat what I wanna eat. Now there is somebody out there that can make some sushi or love some sushi too, and you can go and buy it. And I can come over to your house and I can clean up and I can be like, yes, I had sushi and wine for dinner. Awesome. See, $30 can't do that. 
The thing that I need people to understand about me right now is if I want some money, I go get some money. If I need some money, I can make some money. But here's the problem with money. It's a one-off interaction. It does not express my true intentions. It does not show that I'm being valued. And that's why there's people at a job right now feeling like they're pissed off because they're not making enough money. Guess what? Money will never be what you're worth. You're worth more than any salary, than any company could ever give you. Now, if I have a company, obviously I know people want to be paid in money. So I'm going to pay them in money. But realize that there are better ways to be paid. Get paid with an experience. There are some people right now that I know that are amazing musicians. I would do anything for them for free to get 10 minutes of time with them to just ask them a few questions about their technique or how in the world they pick that up or where I should go in order to start on my journey or my path. There are some interactions that we need to start having with each other, especially because the idea that it's all about money, it leaves us feeling entitled to things. We feel entitled to people's time. We feel entitled to people's energy. And we feel like we can treat them however they want. I have somebody who came up in this spot and said to me, well, I'm going out of town and you need to clean my house because you need money. And make sure you don't bring anybody with you. And then I said, oh yeah, and the help can't use the bathroom. And the help can't use the plates. And the help isn't allowed. Ninja, don't treat me like that. Ever. I don't need money. See that? That's why I told that person what I told them and the help. And I made them feel real stupid and silly. And then they sat there really small until they were ready to act like they needed to leave. Good. Check your own self from treating people that way. Stop thinking, because guess what, guys? Money doesn't solve problems. If money solved problems, all of my Native American people right now that are a part of my tribe wouldn't be up on the reservation living the way they're living if money solved problems, guys. Money does not solve people's hurt. Money does not solve people's pain. Money does not solve people's loneliness. And as for me and my family, money is not going to solve the fact that I don't feel love, accepted, appreciated, or valued by any of the people that are related to me. Yep, I said that online, out loud for everybody. And it wasn't because I'm looking for sympathy, empathy, or anything like that. It's to prove the point that I'm making. I have chosen a hard life for myself, but guess what? I didn't choose it. This is who I am. I popped out this way. There are pictures to prove it. (laughs) I was always odd and different and excitable. When every little girl was like, my favorite color is pink. I was like, I like lime green because I think it's neon cool. Like when everybody was like, this is what you wear. I was like, no, I want to wear a dress and some sneakers because I want to be able to wear a dress because I feel it's pretty in it. Burns around like they be talking about the little girls talking about. And then they got those little Latin girls wearing the quinceanera dresses with the soccer shoes. Yep, they sure do. Want to know why? Because Latin people are happy and free. They know who they are. They don't let society tell them who they want to be, who they should be. Guess what? They get up every day. They do what they want to do for their families. And then they be themselves. And see, once I got into a relationship with with a Latin man, because see, that's the way. That's the Latin way. It's loving. Yeah, loving. And that's why I keep talking about this. I need more love in my life, guys. Our society needs love. There is no love in society. That's why people are angry. That's why people are mean. That's why people are hurting each other because we're killing all the artists and we're turning everybody into ignorant systemites, wherever I got that from. But that's what's happening. Here we are, all worried about the system. Not, hey niece, I know you're going through a lot of terrible things in your life right now. I'm really worried about you. What can I do to help you? And then actually listening. And saying, you know what? Some of that help I can give you, some of that help I don't understand and I can't give you. Because that's okay too. Sometimes people feel like they need help and they know what they want for their help, but it doesn't make sense to other people or it doesn't seem legit. So the person doesn't feel comfortable giving that kind of help. I understand that. If I ask you for a bottle of wine to clean your house and that seems weird to you, okay, find someone who's going to charge you $150 then. Because see, I have OCD, guys. I'm certified. I clean for free. Literally, I go to the store and do it. 
I start going and organizing shelves like I work there. Like, <laughs> I'll have people asking me, me and my husband do this. It's hilarious. We like to do it at Trader Joe's because that's where people are really nice. We'll start messing with some shelves on one of those days where I'm having a little, I need to touch some stuff and I can't do this in my house because everything's already organized and have people come and ask me questions and I'll answer their questions like I really work there. <laughs> you see, like everybody is different. So what I'm saying is respect my space, respect my difference, respect the fact that I'm owning that title or that label artist. When they asked me who I was in college, I couldn't answer that. You know what I came up with? I came up with a picture of a mask and everyone was standing there like, oh my gosh, what is she talking about at first? And when I got done, then my teacher, she didn't want to say anything. She was like, oh crap, everybody's doing that. Everybody's walking through society with a mask. Only difference is this girl is actually up here saying that. She, and then she's not just saying that, she's saying she has multiple masks. That's right, I used to have multiple masks, guys. That is a lot of mental math. Imagine that. I had a face I had to wear at work. I had a face I had to wear with the homies. I had a face that I had called code switching. That's the, what do they call it? That's the terminology that is utilized in communications, guys. Code switching. But really, it's not. It's not code switching. That's a fancy way of saying people won't accept you for who you are. So here's how you talk in these different environments. Because if you don't do this, you're going to throw people off. You're going to make them feel uncomfortable in white space. And you're going to have to run the hell away. But you know what, guys? I won't run. I can't run. Because I tried it. <laughs> Ask my sister. Me and her devised the whole plan. We, I ran. She had real life happen. And then I was like, wow. I just ran right into another situation. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> You can't run from yourself. Here I am sitting here. Can't run from me. Guess I have to deal with me, huh? You know, or I could have kept running. But guess what? One thing about me, y'all, I'll say this all the time. I am fat and I am lazy. As in, that is my spirit. My spirit is fat and lazy. It likes to lay around, live lavish, eat good, and hang out. I don't want to run <laughs> from anything or anyone. I could run. I'm pretty good at it. But I don't want to. <laughs> That's not my desire to run. So it's, which is also how I met my husband, trying to run away and decided I'm not running. Let me go stand next to somebody that looks really dangerous. <laughs> That's literally what happened. Jumped over a gate, ran into him and hey, the rest is history. But point being, I am not a runner. And so because I'm not a runner, I have to be this thing called an artist. And I've been saying it since I was a kid. I'm a creator. That sounds deep. But it's really not. Some people are healers. And I so happen to be one of those too. But there are healers. There are creators. There are, we've got to stop looking at ourselves as titles. And we have to start looking at our soul. What does your soul say about you? And that's a crazy question to some people. But see, that's why I'm an artist. Because artists can resonate with things like that. What does your soul say about you? Who is your soul telling you you are? Does your soul feel okay with what you're doing in life right now? And if not, where are the areas for growth? Where are the, not problems, where are the opportunities? Where are the opportunities to find your soul and speak to your soul? Because here's something your soul won't do. It won't go away. And you know what it's going to do next? It's going to haunt you. And it might haunt you in different ways. You know what I had happen to me today? I had a person who thought that I was a fake person on my Facebook. Like they didn't think it was the real me. And they didn't want to add me. This is one of the reasons I started with adding all the people that I know personally first so that they could be like, whoa, is this really you? <laughs> yes, guys, it's really me. I'm just, I'm back. I'm leaving the, the old me in the past. But the funny thing is, when I look at the old me, guess what? The old me isn't too different from the person that I want to be. You know what my Facebook was? It was a fake book. It was a place that I got online and I pretended that I was happy and I pretended that I was balanced and I pretended that things were okay in my life when really it wasn't. It was a mess. That's why I have a backstage now, because I can come on my backstage and admit to you guys, guess what? It's still a mess, but it's a different kind of mess. It's the kind of mess that I can clean best. See that? It's the kind of mess that says, I'm an artist and I want this mess. So I want to be able to utilize the resources that I've been paying tax dollars for my whole life. 
I'm gonna leave that there. Y'all can take that one however you wanna take it. But I deserve to use the resources just like anyone else does because guess what? I have had a hard time. And you know what I learned through therapy? It's okay to say that. It is okay to say, I'm having a hard time. I've had a hard time. I don't feel good about something right now. That's a good thing to be able to say. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna say, guess what guys? I've had a hard time. I don't feel good about it. And guess what? I'm not okay with it. So once you say those things, then because I can hear my mom now, don't say that, don't say that, don't say that. Like, that's how I grew up, being told not to say how you feel. Don't say that, don't say that, that's not right, don't say that, don't. And we've got the verbal, the verbal gladiators. That's what I call my family, y'all. We a bunch of verbal gladiators. I'm telling you, you think that what the, the <laughs> we're using the Roman analogy, you think what the Romans did in the Colosseum was something to be seen? Oh, don't you come into a room with any of my family members pissed off at each other because there is a real show happening. It's the war of the words. And trust me, somebody gonna leave crying, somebody gonna leave wanting to be dying, somebody else is gonna leave with a freaking 20 year grudge. Like someone else is gonna be re-triggered from a grudge that they've had 10 years ago. And here you're gonna be sitting here like, okay, what do I need to say to clear the entire room? That person is me. Yep, it's me. I will say the most outrageous thing that'll get everybody back on the same page, which is we can't stand Britney. <laughs> and we'll deal with it from there. And I shoulder that. And you know what, guys, guess what? Sometimes that's a lot of weight. It's a lot of weight to be public enemy number one. I can handle it. That's why I was put into the position, look, my special set of circumstances are the right set of circumstances for me because they haven't broke me yet. That's how you know you're okay, guys. Overall, that's why my mom is right. Don't sit there. After you say however you're feeling, like today, how I felt was I felt unappreciated. I felt unloved. I felt used. I felt abused. And I also felt like every single time I try and do something kind or something good, my intentions are misinterpreted. And then my good, kind thing that I was trying to do, it turns into a terrible fight or it turns into someone attacking me. And you know what? That hurts. When you know that your heart is in the right place and you're trying your hardest to connect with the people around you and they're pushing you back because they have their own stuff going on, that can be something that gets hurtful. But then you have to remember, wait, hold up. And this is why I'm coming back around with it, you guys. You know I talk in circles. If you listen to me, you know I'm a circler. I circle around the point and then I get to it. That's how I am. Then that's why I love my artists because my artists can listen to me long enough to get to that point with me. They're like, wow, this is all very interesting. She's talked about Carthage now. She's talked about the Romans. She's made a couple of analogies and similes addressed to that. Like y'all are all following along. But here's the thing, all you have to do to follow somebody is listen. That's why I'm good at people. People, as much as I might not be good at those one-off, what do they call them? How's the weather today? Oh, it's so nice. I hate that. Don't bring me that shush. I'm the worst with that. I just look at people like we were all outside. <laughs> then they'd be like, oh, she's mean, she's rude. No, I'm not. You're coming in my face stating the obvious because you wanna make a connection, but what you don't really wanna do is connect with me as a human being. You want to have a cordial interaction. Well, that's great. Go find somebody cordial. That's not me. That's not real for me. I wanna have a connection. Yes, that's right, guys. That means I want to go deep. I'm a deep sea diver. And I don't want to meet you and say to you, what's your deepest, darkest secret? No, we might get to that point. That's not what I'm doing though. I just want to get you to a place where you feel comfortable saying, I had a schnitty day, as opposed to the weather is great outside. I want to have the kind of relationship where you can say that and, we can, and I can say, what's going to make it better? A shot or some tears? How do you want to handle this? Should we have some fun? Should we talk about it? Should we walk about it? What should we do about how you're feeling? That's the kind of relationship that I want to have with people because that's what I'm going through in my life. I'm going through it in my life where I need real people around me. Don't bring your foo-foo into my face. No, my life is real. And guess what? So is everybody else's. So when we all get done with these masks, because that was my art, crafting faces. Crafting faces to wear so that I could go into different places. And, and, and here's the sad thing. Behind every single mask was actually a part of me, a fragmented piece. 
that I had to separate from myself to be myself. And that's crazy, guys. You don't have to separate yourself from yourself to be yourself. Oh, just listen to how that sounds. It don't even sound right. Separate yourself from yourself. That's the first thing they're gonna ask you to do in society. Separate yourself from yourself. Unless you're a part of the society that it was created for. Because honestly, like I said, there are people who fit in because this society was created for somebody. But there's a lot of us that this society was not created for. So first thing we have to do in the morning is separate ourselves from ourselves. As in, when you wake up and you say, I don't want to go to this job, you're the type of person that don't need to go to work then. Call off. Why? Why would I give you such terrible advice? Oh my gosh, I can hear somebody going, don't listen to her. She's giving you bad advice. No, I'm giving you the best advice. Don't take yourself to work where you don't want to be. Take it out on people who don't deserve to deal with it. And then be that person that's always being negative in the room, sucking up all the energy because the truth is you're pissed off because you have to go to work today. You'll be better off spending your damn time on Indeed, trust me. I moved all the way across the country and I had a job in a week. As a matter of fact, I had multiple job offers. Ask my sister, I had like six interviews in a day. Trust me, if you want a new job, you can get a new job. I can help you, trust me, I can do it. It used to be my job, see that? I worked a lot of jobs because I didn't know what the heck I wanted to do. I was lost and I was confused because I let somebody tell me I wasn't an artist. I let someone tell me I wasn't a singer when I was a kid, guys. I let someone scare me from getting up on stage and doing what I was meant to do. Sing my heart out, give these messages to people who need them. That's my job. I know it. If you want to ask me what type of work I'm going to do, don't send me a job application unless you're sending me an application for a show to try out to. Don't give me no advice about where I should go and work unless you found a place where they do singing vacations. I don't know, cruise ship. I'll do that too. Y'all, seriously, I will go. I, I heard that and I thought that was the coolest thing ever. You can literally go ahead and have a job on a cruise ship where you get paid to cruise all day, all night, year round, and you're a singer. And that's your job. That's amazing, people. That's what I want for my life. Now see, I got kids though. And I have a husband. So the problem is, unless they get a job on the boat with me, that's why we got to have our own boat. So that's my ultimate goal in life, guys. If you do want to give me money, I'm cool with that. Put it in an investment fund, an interest-bearing account that's going to grow some interest for me so I can use some of these Pearl individuals' money and some of their assets for a change. Let's put it into an interest-bearing account that I can utilize when I'm ready to depart on the houseboat after I've gotten done learning how to do all of that that I would need to do to be on sea. So <laughs> I'm, I'm serious, guys. See, I got goals. People just don't know what my goals and my plans and my visions are because I'm an artist. That's the problem with us, right? And see, here's what I'm going to tell you guys about my life. And that's why I did this today. I needed this episode. This episode probably isn't for anyone else other than me so that I can come back to this moment anytime I get discouraged in myself and find this and say, yes, I'm on the right track. Because on a day where I woke up feeling like, ugh, death day, I got up, I said no. And I recorded on my backstage podcast what was really going on in my heart. And what's going on in my heart right now is it hurts. It hurts when you're an artist with a vision and you're the only one that can see it. And what you have to do is, in my opinion, if you were to ask me, see, I'm nobody. Just like everybody else. But that means I'm somebody, right? So if I'm somebody that you might be able to resonate with way before I ever go to the fame place, when people start quoting you and thinking what you had to say is important. See, here's what happens with that. Somebody started out in a basement just like me, or started out in a garage just like me, or started off in their moms just like me, or started off in a car just like me. And maybe they had a different type of career at one point and they were successful at it and people thought they should just stick to that because that's how everybody knew everybody, like wheelchair Jimmy. But guess what guys? I don't want to be in a wheelchair forever. Actually, I want to fly. And according to some aviation specialists, that's possible. Somebody told them they couldn't do it either. There goes that again, artist. The next time that you look over at the person next to you and you tell them what they're capable of or you tell them what to do with your life, think about the car that you drove to work today or the bus that you took or think about the house that you live in or how about the device that you're listening to me on right now. That was somebody's dream. Somebody got inspired when nobody else was. Somebody got interested when nobody else was. And somebody said, I'm gonna make this happen. And guess what? 
go and read about that person because I guarantee you they went bankrupt, they went broke, they went homeless, they seemed helpless, but they were a millionaire mind. That's me, millionaire mind. They were a millionaire mind and they didn't let anything on the outside of that turn them against the path that they were ready to take. So if you want success in just one area in your life, just one. You don't gotta be like me. You don't have to be an artist. Cause see, I'm an artist. This is So guess what people, this is what I say to my family every single time. Well, what are you doing? And I'm an artist. And I might talk about something like my podcast and I might be like, yeah, you know, even though y'all won't listen to it. And I don't say that cause that's just petty. <laughs> y'all, I'm still petty sometimes. I have my petty moments. Even though y'all won't listen to it, people listen to me. And guess what? Because they listen to me, Apple iTunes wants to pay me. But you know, I'm not doing that. Why? Because this isn't about money. This is my back check, my backstage check-in for myself. So I can know before I go out here into this world trying to share anything about me, anything about my life or anything that I'm working through, or before I try and connect or help somebody else, then I'm being real with myself first, guys. And that if someone wants to know who's Luna Moon, y'all can go all the way back to day one where I first decided to introduce myself. And you can find out just like I'm finding out. I'm finding Luna Moon on this podcast, people. If you haven't figured out that that's what this is, I'm finding myself. This is my journey of self, self-love, self-understanding, self-respect. This is what I'm doing here. And I'm sharing it with people because you know what? I'm not the only one on this journey. We're all on this journey. Some of us are at different parts of the journey, but we're all on this journey. And you don't have to be an artist like me that turned my life into a canvas because that's literally what I'm doing right now. I will have to come clean about some experiments that I've been running. I'm not going to do that right now. But I will say that I have literally been living my life as my art. I have. My life has been my art. And as such, I've started over. And what I have every single day that people don't realize why I keep it this way, when they start trying to say, get a job and do this and do that and do this and do that and do this and do that. And they start talking to me about what I should do. No, guys, I have a tabula rasa. There's that word again if you listen to the last episode. I have a tabula rasa. I'm living my life. I'm doing me. The DSM, yeah, the doing some me. I'm going to make an episode about that too. That one's going to be a fun and funny one, guys. We're going to talk about the history of psychology, the diagnostic statistical manual. We're going to get all into it. But this one was just for me. This was that it's okay that my life is a canvas right now because it's a blank slate. And I get to do something with that blank slate. And that's something I've never had before. I wasn't born into a family that gave me a blank slate. I had a story before I got here. That might be a story I tell one day and it might not, but I had a story before I arrived and that story shaped my life into something that I didn't like, something that I didn't want to be. And it it was associated with a name that I didn't like either. If you go and you do the history on the name Brittany, it's no damn wonder I'm such a brute at times or that I have been in the past. That name goes all the way to Britannia, which was one of the last quote unquote barbarians in Britain to stand up against the Romans after her husband died and her and her daughters were raped and ravaged. She got so angry, she got so mad, talk about a Hitler. Whoa, this chick went psycho Susie and literally slaughtered like everybody. She was one of the major reasons why the Roman Empire was able to crumble. They were getting attacked on all fronts. Cause see, here's what happens with the bully. People get tired of taking your schnish. And eventually everybody from different ways and different areas, you just started so much stuff that it just all comes to you and it just it gets you. That's what happened to Rome. That's kind of what's going on with America right now. Everybody's pissed about it. Well, why, 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 why? What are you talking about, why? Do you not remember that we were over there in Iran and Afghanistan 30 years ago, starting stuff, funding crap? Messing with people while they were up engaged in some stuff with the Russians. We were over here pretending to be their friends because we were pissed off at the Russians. But wait, why are we pissed off at the Russians? Aren't we the one that F them over in World War II? Hold up, go do your history. 
here's the problem. Everybody's doing everybody dirty. Everybody's naming their kids stuff. Don't know what the name means. Although I have to say, thank goodness that I had that lady's passion and fire throughout my life that the name Britannia comes in and comes into Britney and has been used to say honor and homage to the capitalist of the world who first got into this game of taking over countries and colonizing everything. Hmm. Is it a wonder why I take over and colonize guys? But no, seriously, to know the history is to understand the art. Here we go. Back to the point. It's to understand that we are all artists. Some of us acknowledge it and some of us don't. But inside of us, there's something that we're here to do. And that's to speak to our humanity. That's to speak to people. That's to connect the dots. Because really, this experience on this planet, you are just a dot, a speck of dust in time. Over the span of 200,000 years, what are you going to really do that's gonna be memorized or memorable for the next 200,000? Meh. They won't even remember J. Cole. And that's the thing. It isn't about being remembered. It isn't about being known. It isn't about being famous because all of that fades. Just go ask Miss Jagger. It all goes away eventually. So it isn't about that, guys. It's about doing something meaningful. So that when you do become that old man or that old lady on a Vegas stage still shaking and singing at 75, You're laughing with the audience because you did something that nobody else did. You lived your life to your fullest potential and your truest passion for the entirety of it. That's something people don't get to do unless they choose it, guys. And guess what? It's not an easy choice. So I'm not asking everybody to turn their life into a canvas the way that I have. To constantly, to just clear out everything and say the only space here right now is mine and the only voice that I can hear right now is mine. Sometimes people need the noise. So I'm not gonna ask you guys to do things my way, the way I used to. I'm just gonna ask you to get inspired about one thing, just one thing. Can you get inspired today about anything? It might even be a freaking spirit week at work that you're gonna introduce to increase morale. Maybe you need a Prince Day at the office on Prince's birthday, where everybody gets to wear purple and you guys bring in purple food. This is why people used to love me at work when I was a manager, because I used to find ways to have fun. Like, but I want you guys to get inspired about at least one thing today. Can you get excited about something? Have you lost that or do you still have it? Because see, if you're not inspired and excited to live, then I understand why so many of us don't want to. If we don't wake up with what we want to do today instead of what we have to do, there are some things you have to do. Yes, I'm a mother. I have to take care of my kids every single day. If they're here with me, I have to take care of them, period. That's my job. I don't get around that. But guess what? I get to look at what I have to do and I get to say, oh, this is awful. This is my punishment. This is keeping me back from doing what I want to do. Or I get to figure out, okay, this is my life. These are my special sets of circumstances. How do I incorporate these challenges and turn them into opportunities for success? When it comes to my kid, you ain't got to convince me too much because I love kids. They're fun. But true story, though, if you have a child, because I've had a kid and had to figure out how to go to college and finish college actually twice with my kid, how to finish college and how to go through college and have a kid. It happens to people. That's life. But are you getting expired, inspired, inspired or expired? Are you expired on opportunities? Are you expired on being motivated to do things? Are you expired on waking up every day and living your life? Is it just a routine for you? Is it just 7 a.m. straight to Starbucks, rush to the house, put on makeup or whatever the routine is? Is that all there is to your life? And you're just looking for a date on a calendar when you're allowed to take a vacation? Because it doesn't have to be that. That's my point, guys. Acknowledge the artist inside of you. Yes, that artist is going to be weird to people. That artist is going to be random. That artist might be corny like me and say things like cool beans and awesome sauce. And people might laugh at you. But guess what? So what? Say it with me. So what? 
people don't get it. So what people don't like it? So what my family doesn't understand me? So what everybody thinks this or that? Because guess what? I think I'm awesome. And see, I mean that about myself. I hope if you said it, you meant it too. And if I lost you at awesome and you don't think you're awesome, do something awesome, get inspired. Even if it's a vision board, if that's your level of creativity where you can say, I want certain things in my life and I want them to happen and I want to get intentional about it, great. All I'm asking though is that you become the person that's sitting across from me, sitting next to me or dealing with me in a way where it's not dealing anymore. It's interacting because you started interacting with yourself. So that's my challenge, everybody. Be an artist. Embrace that today. The artist in you that somebody took away after kindergarten or that someone took away after second grade or that someone said no to when you first turned 18 and you thought this is what I want to do with my life. Be an artist. Do it. Do it. And guess what's going to happen when you start doing it? Everybody's going to start doing it with you. As in, even if they don't like it, guess what I do every single day, guys? I eat. Guess what else I do every single day? I have a place to stay. Guess what else I do every single day? I get frustrated, just like everybody else. And guess what else I get? I get an opportunity to deal with it. I get an opportunity to interact with myself and with others. Why? Because I'm answering that call. So are you answering the call of your artist today? I mean, honestly, I'm calling out to your artist today. And I'm asking you, to give your artist a voice. It doesn't have to be a voice that you share, but just a voice. You need some ideas? Sometimes I paint my nails, that's art. And I might put something funny on it, like take a toothpick and grab some different paint and take and dot on my nails. And maybe it looks cool and maybe it doesn't, who cares? Let your artist out. Maybe you need to get onto a Google Doc and you need to play around with some of the templates because you've been thinking about doing something for a while that you haven't done. Like maybe on the weekends, you have a service that you wanna start offering and you think that it would be great. I don't know, just saying, try it out. See what happens, let your artists out. Pretend like you're the business today. Instead of you work for somebody else's business, cause somebody, and then I got some amazing friends that don't. I have some amazing friends that are true to themselves in this life y'all and they inspired me. I have an amazing friend. She is awesome. Oh my gosh, I call this lady the goddess of love and light. She is amazing. Like, I don't need to tell her story because it's, her, it's hers and I don't know all the details, but I can just say like, when I see some of the things that she's done to pursue her passion, it's inspiring. And she did it. She literally created herself a business. She created herself an environment. She found her tribe. Again, shout out to Ayana, y'all. Y'all need to go find mindful moments and listen to it, cause she's real, she's inspiring too. Anyhow, just saying, I have some people in my life that honestly have lived up to this and that's why I can say this, cause they'll show you there's a way to do what you wanna do in your life and be functional still for society, but to actually enjoy your life. Like, there's a way to enjoy your life and live your life and that's answering the call of your artist. So I wanna ask all of you, Again, to find something to get inspired about, to answer the call of your artist, because it's not going to stop calling you until you hang up. All right, guys, that's all I have to say on my backstage check-in today. If you made it through this random ramble, thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> all right, until next time, Taylor, y'all.